Welcome to Awesome with Allison. I'm Allison, and my only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at me, laughing with me, or learning something new and helpful, I hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm with my husband and lover, Eric Robertson, in Pleasant Picture Studios. Hi, this is me. He's not in the best mood tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it's 1.16 a.m. Are you going to turn it around, sir? We got to help people feel awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Our babysitter got sick today, so schedules were shifted. Work still has to be done. When we were talking about when we should do this, I said, well, I have a session tonight. It's going to go way past midnight. And Allison acted like, I said, bring it on. She said, oh, no, 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 no. I laugh in the face of deadlines and midnight. And- so I had mentally prepared to go to bed after my session ended at 1 a.m. I went. Out, I closed down the studio, went up to get a drink. She's in the kitchen with her laptop looking like it's 8 a.m. and she just got back from a run. <laughs> and she's like, no, we were always going to do it at this time. And I said, no, we weren't going to do it at this time. And now we're doing it at this time. So who's in charge? Oh, please. You're, who's the boss? Use the boss. But we are excited that you're here. Even if Eric's not excited to be here, I'm excited to be here. And I'm so thankful to you guys for listening. And you guys, last time I asked for questions and you sent questions. So we're going to answer a listener question. Oh my gosh, like all my life fantasies have just been fulfilled when I said that. (laughs) We're going to answer a listener question at the end of this episode. And I am so excited for this episode. We have to wait? Yeah. Yeah, they're going to have to wait because there's a lot to talk about. And we don't want to waste any time of your day. And um, so first and foremost, this episode is about are you in a yes phase or a no phase? Ooh, ah, what does it mean? Um, I'm going to share some thoughts on that. And you get to ask yourself if you're in a yes phase or a no phase and what that means and what that looks like. But before we do that, we have a couple of uh, segments. And the first one is getting booky with it. Na, 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 na. I really want you to make a jingle for that. No, 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 no beatboxing. (laughs) Will you make a jingle for that? I'm asking you so that everybody knows you need to do it. I don't know if you can afford me. Oh, snap. I actually probably cannot afford you. Um, Getting Bookie With It, where I share a book recommendation. And we have both mentioned this book multiple times in our short podcasting life. But I wanted to, um, I, I finally finished it all the way through. The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And I also wanted to share this book because it talks a lot about, um, well, the obstacle is the way. You know, working through your obstacles, they are not stopping you from what you want to do. They are the key to what you want to do. And because my Year of Awesome Challenge, uh, Awesome Attribute of the Month for February is Courage. That book played like a a starring role in my quotes for the calendar, some ideas and thoughts behind the calendar. So I really just wanted to give that book credit. I really wanted to give Ryan Holiday credit. I'm very impressed with him as an author. I'm excited to read his newer book called Ego is the Enemy. And I've listened to some interviews with him. He's young. He's like 
in his late 20s and he's already written four books. Is he hot? I mean, I think he's an attractive enough guy. Like, I'm still super into you, though. I'm not worried about that. I know you're not. I just wanted to know. Yeah, yeah I think he's married or has a girlfriend. But but anyway, um, a great quote from that book. We've shared a lot of quotes from that book. And again, always when we talk about books or anything else, there are links to them in the show notes on my blog, theallisonshow.com. And this is a quote I loved from him. You've got to start to go anywhere. And I get asked so often, how do I get started? Or how do I know what I want to do? Or what's my, you know, how do I determine my passion? And honestly, guys, the only way to get started is to actually just start. You've got to start to go anywhere. And that's going to look different for every single person. So I can't tell you how to get started. You know probably what you need to do. You got to do it. I think we talk about this all the time. I don't even care. It's just important. Just do it. Nike. Nike. They're onto something. They're onto something. <laughs> um, so that's my getting bookie with it. And then I had a thought McNugget. Mmm, tasty. What are you, you going to dip it in? I'm going to dip it in barbecue. <laughs> With mix it with ranch, and um, I can, can we share our favorite dip from Chick Fil A? Oh, tell them, tell them about it. All this right. is the real thought McNugget. Maybe I won't even share the other one. Yeah, this is the real thing. This is, <laughs> this is all I care about. When you're at Chick Fil A, I don't know why they haven't mixed these two already, but the Chick Fil A and the Polynesian sauce together. So good because the Chick-fil-A sauce is creamy. Kind of smoky a little bit. Ooh, it's so good. And then we pour, this is Eric's creation. The Polynesian sauce is like the red tangy kind of, what, what would it's you say? It's kind th- of a sweet and sour almost, but not. Yeah, but kind sweeter of, than sweeter, that. sweeter, yeah. So we mix them and dip our chicken and fries in them. Okay, I didn't create this. A good friend did. So I want to make oh. sure if he listens, I want to make sure that he's not getting mad and, and causing road rage. Who was it? Him. Jake Vella. Oh, Jake Vella. Yeah, Jake Vella would get mad. He would. Jake, we're shouting you out. Thanks for creating that. So we'll actually leave that as our thought McNugget, and I'll share the other one I had another time. How do you feel about that? Well, unless we get another creation Chick-fil-A, then we'll have to put yours off another week. Okay, sounds good. All right. Are you in a yes phase or a no phase? Okay, so one of my favorite jokes is this. There are two types of people in this world. The type of people who categorize people into two types of people and those who don't. (laughs) Because I start so many sentences. Oh my gosh, there are two types of people in this world. And I am always coming up with these categories. There are two types of people in this world. And I love Gretchen Rubin and her podcast, um... Happier? Yes, happier. And um, she told that joke one time, and I was just rolling because... She was laughing and cornholing. Cornholing, yucking it up. Everyone's laughing and cornholing but Buster. I don't know. Maybe it's because I like definites, yes and no's, and black and white, and this and that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. A few years ago, I realized that in order to um, be a nice human who could have conversations without crying and to try to run a business and to have children, I needed to start saying no to some things. And this was really hard for me uh, because I don't like disappointing people. I don't like saying no. I like taking on challenges. So I started to look at things this way. And I would say to myself, you know what? I'm in a no phase right now. And the reason I love that differentiation of a no phase is that a 
phase is something that ends. It's a season that passes. And I really believe in our life that we go through no phases and we go through yes phases. And this is something that I think about a lot. And it really helps me because when I'm in a no phase and I have to say no to more things than I normally would like to, I'm able to say to myself, you know what? There's a reason behind this. There are values supporting these decisions. This is what I want to be doing. And you don't get that FOMO, that fear of missing out. And also, I think another reason why it's hard for us as humans to say no is that we are hardwired to have loss aversion. And um, that essentially just means that we prefer avoiding losses rather than acquiring equivalent gains. So we prefer avoiding losses. We prefer not to miss out rather than maybe gain something of equal value. And that's hardwired in us. Like, again, that's just fancy talk for FOMO, that fear of missing out. We have a hard time saying no because we think if we say no to this thing, it might be the thing. So that's why, again, I love this exercise of are you in a yes phase or a no phase? And I actually um, came up with some questions that you can ask yourself. So I'm going to ask you these questions and this is how to determine if you're in a no phase. Are you feeling exhausted, depleted, or taken advantage of? Do you feel resentful? Are you unable to feel fulfilled even after you take breaks, such as you take a whole day off from the kids or work, but you still have a hard time feeling like you actually got a break? Do you not like the things you used to like? Things that brought you real joy, hobbies that you had, projects that you like to do. Are you having a hard time remembering what you think is fun? Are these questions I'm asking you making you want to cry? And I mean that with all the sincerity in my heart. If you are saying yes to those questions, you're probably in a no phase. And here's the thing about a no phase. I have been there and I've been there for months and months at a time. And so why I'm calling this a no phase is because probably what needs to happen right now in this no phase is that you need to prioritize some self-care. And I don't mean a day at the salon, getting that mani-pedi, getting fresh and did. I mean you need help. Whether that means you need to employ more people to help you, you need to bring on a babysitter, you need to get some self-help, you need to go to therapy, you need to talk to a loved one. I think the thing to remember here is that you can also self-help yourself to death. (laughs) And that's actually a really easy cycle to get stuck in, and it can make you feel more depleted and more exhausted. Um, And action is, is what will take you out of that cycle. And what I mean by action is action and getting help, right? And so I call that a no phase. And the reason why I'm able to, I sat down to write this out and these questions just flowed out of me because those were all the exact feelings I have when I'm in a no phase. I feel resentful that people keep asking me to do things because all I want to do is say yes. And oh my gosh, why are they asking me? It's like a burden that they're asking me. Um, That is on me right? Again, so I'm calling this a no phase. If you're saying yes to those questions, are you unable to um, 
feel refreshed? Are you unable to remember the things that bring you joy? You're feeling overwhelmed. You're feeling exhausted. You're having a hard time remembering who you are, what you think is fun, your definition of self. It just means that you're in a place right now where you need to focus on rebuilding yourself, refilling that well. And if you're saying yes, 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 you are not going to be able to do that. Eric, have you ever been in a no phase? Do you know what I'm talking about? I think everyone does. Of course, I've been in a no phase. I don't know if mine are as drastic as yours. I don't think they are because I watch you go through your no phases. So you're saying I'm really dramatic? I'm saying you're more dramatic than I am. So I don't think that's true. You were very dramatic about certain things. Yeah, but 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 my life is not. Do you do you ever find yourself in a no phase? And I'm not saying like a state. I don't think a no phase also has to be like a state of depression, right? Because a lot of what I just described also would be like you're kind of in a state of depression. You're having a hard time interacting, or you're feeling overwhelmed, maybe, Mm -hmm. right? But I also think it can just be you've taken on what you can take on and you need to do some self-reflection and focus on the projects you have at hand, right? Yeah, or if you're depressed and in a no phase, um, your self-preservation is probably your top priority and anyone interfering with that is is a nuisance and Mm. and annoying. So yeah. Yeah, I think we've all gone through that. But I think I want to be careful. I don't think I necessarily think that a no phase is a state of depression, right? No, I'm not saying it's depression. It can yeah. be. It can be. It can be like I'm an artist, so there's creative cycles, mm-hmm. and um, a no phase is part of that. Like finding the creative, you know, highs again can be my goal. And if I'm struggling to get there, and people are asking me for certain things, and I don't want to say yes to those things. That be yeah, because I think part of being um, in a no phase, again, is you need to take time to refill your creative well. I think that like, like you're saying, right? So um, you could be feeling perfectly fine. But if you're feeling depleted, and you're feeling exhausted, like you don't have much to contribute or give, read a book, right? Like, yeah. learn a new something, learn a new task, take an online course, or change the scenery. Yeah. Stimulate creativity. Yeah. uh, Yeah. One of the top tips they say for creativity is to change your routine. So um, like when you're driving home from work, take a different route. Or if you find yourself, you know, doing the same things in the same order, even just try rearranging that order and it can, you know, start firing different pathways in your brain. Yeah. So that is a no phase. Um, No phases are there probably because you're overextended. And I find that lots of times the how I get to a no phase is that I don't have like the proper infrastructure in place. Right. So when my business starts to grow too quickly, I don't have the support or the people or the procedures in place. Or sometimes maybe your social schedule can grow too quickly. Right. Yeah. Whatever it is, when we just say yes, yes, yes all the time, that leads to growth, which is good. And then we need to stop and evaluate that growth. So that's, um, are you in a no phase right now? And hey, guess what? If you're in a no phase, I'm giving you permission to say no. Say it nicely. Say it kindly. But say it so that you can be the best you you want to be. 
Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Saying no is super important because when we say yes to everything, we accomplish nothing. Uh, Greg McGowan, if you don't prioritize your life, someone will prioritize it for you. Don't let me be the one prioritizing it for you. That would be awful. I don't know. Okay, but maybe, maybe, maybe you're in a yes phase. Ooh, what does a yes phase look like? So this is what it looks like for me. Do you have a lot of restless energy? Ooh, ideas, ideas. Do you have more ideas than you can handle? For me, a yes phase looks like a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of excitement, and a yes phase for me can actually kind of manifest itself as anxiety um, because I've found that this is like a habit I allow myself to get into is when I'm not quite sure what to do, I'll start to feel anxious because I need to be directing that energy somewhere. Um, Maybe you feel discontentment with your current situation, you're craving change, um, Or maybe you're totally healthy, happy, but feeling like you could help others right now. That is a yes phase. You feel like you've got things on lockdown. You feel like you've got things on handle. And so for me, I will all of a sudden wake up one day and realize that I have transitioned from a no phase to a yes phase. And I'll feel like I finally have things handled and I can finally start accepting some more projects or I can start going to movies at night with friends because I've taken care of the work I want to take care of. So here's what I love about a yes phase. I love this quote. It's a quote. It's just a saying that, you know, you hear when you're down, reach up and when you're up, reach down. And I think if you're in a yes phase, you're probably feeling up and it's a great time to look around for opportunities for service. It's also a great time to use that momentum to start a project. But I know that for me, when I get in that yes phase, that I can be so overstimulated and excited and I have all this energy and these ideas and how do I get started? Where do I go? Uh, That is when it is super, super important for me to practice mindfulness and gratitude. And gratitude is one of my top ways for practicing mindfulness by taking an allotted period of time to just say what I'm grateful for. And this really helps me be in the present moment. Uh, It also helps change my mood. And it also, what I start doing is I'll say, maybe I'm going to say what I'm grateful for for five minutes. And I usually do this when I'm on a walk for five to 10 minutes. I just start saying things that I'm grateful for. Um, And then I start saying things that I'm grateful for that maybe haven't happened yet, but that I want to happen. And I know that people can, you know, can be hoodoo voodoo manifesting. But I also think it's just, um, I don't know, building confidence and assurance and uh, yeah, manifesting. Yeah, I'm going to manifest. I don't care if you think it's... Just manifest. Yeah, I'm manifesting. I don't care if you aren't on board with it. So here's what I think. Life is cyclical and phases are like seasons. When I'm in a no season, I can beat myself up for not being able to do more. But I like to remind myself I'm in this for the long haul. I Not the season, but you're... Yeah, yeah. I'm in life for the long haul. So I don't know. Life is such a beautiful paradox because I focus on the season, but then I also believe in living my life in a way that if I were to drop dead right this minute, I'd be fine with it, right? I wouldn't. Well, I'm glad that you wouldn't be fine for it, but like that's that's kind of my goal. Like, I don't know. That's just kind of one of my goals. Oh, yeah. I would like to be ready to die at any time. Exactly. Yeah. Um, 
And I think so often we can associate that with the projects and what we're accomplishing, right? And that's why we're like, we have to say yes, we have to say yes. But what I'm finding, right, as I get older and as I try to be, you know, not so crazy (laughs) is that that feeling of feeling um, satisfied and content and I could drop dead right at this minute has so much more to do with the relationships with the people that I love and making sure that I'm treating people and acting in a way that is cohesive with the values that I have for myself rather than what I'm accomplishing, right? So that's why it doesn't matter if I'm in a yes phase. That's why it doesn't matter if I'm in a no phase because as long as I'm living my life with integrity and I'm focusing on the relationships that matter and the values that I have in place, then I'm still feeling awesome. Boom. Boom, baby. So maybe ask yourself, am I in a yes phase? Or am I in a no phase? And guess what? What? Either way, it's fine. Either way, it's fine. But if you're in a no phase, I would love to... I don't know. I, I love when people give me permission. I I want to give you permission to say no. Say no, thank you. Say it nicely. Say it with a smile on your face. But say it. And here's something Eric had to teach me. I say no, and then I feel like I owe an explanation. Oh, yeah. You totally did. Yeah. I, I couldn't even fathom that. But and not, not an, only an explanation, but seven apologies were interspersed so, throughout that. So many explanations that by the time I was done saying no, I would feel like I had cut myself open and bled on and it, top of the other person. it was worse than if you had said yes. Yeah, it really was because I would feel so vulnerable and exposed and awful. <laughs> <laughs> and now I realize I can say no without any explanation and hopefully no guilt and 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 I'm work, I'm working on that because honestly I really I don't like saying no to every single email that comes in and I don't like saying no to um I don't I don't respond to direct messages on Instagram if you've noticed this um and here's and so it's that is essentially me saying no to communicating with people. But here's the thing, guys. If I go through all of my direct messages, one, I get really obscene bad things sent to me sometimes. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um and two, uh I can't continue to build anything of value or come up with ideas for a podcast or contribute to the greater good if I'm spending all of my time um, responding to comments on Instagram, emails in my inbox, Facebook messages, Facebook comments, uh, direct messages. And so one thing I've just had to say no to is Instagram direct messages because I get such a high volume of them and they they fragment my thoughts so much that I'm like, you know what? If people really need something, they can shoot me an email where I have systems in place that aren't just depleting me, right? But then I still have a lot of guilt associated with not getting back to all those direct messages. So, But, but now she doesn't because you've been warned. Well, it's, tr- it's true. It's helpful when I set parameters and you guys know why I'm doing it. It's not because I don't value people having conversations with me, I value that more than anything. It's that um, I care too much. (laughs) So I hope you guys find this helpful. And as uh, promised, 
right? Uh, That question I was telling you guys about, I loved this question and I felt like it actually, I don't know, it loosely correlates to what we're talking about. Maybe it doesn't at all, but this is from Maddie. And Maddie said, do you have any practical ways to be nice, genuinely be nice to everyone and make them feel important? That's my goal this year. Something I really want to change about myself because I'm totally the kind of person who doesn't like to put up with other people and their crap if I don't respect them and I really don't want to give them the time of day, but I know that's not the right thing. She goes, I hope that makes sense and it would be great to hear your and Eric's input. I love your question. I love you putting it all out on the line. And actually, I have a thought on that. Do you have a thought on that, Eric? I'm just laughing because it seems like every Facebook post, if you don't like this candidate or don't like that candidate, I don't care about you. I don't respect you. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just... I'm, she probably doesn't mean it in a political way. No, no, no. She didn't at all. No, I know. Yeah. But my mind went to that because that's all the crap I see on Facebook. Um, and I never go on Facebook. And it it is all political. And it's like, I don't respect this person, so I don't like this person, right? Yeah. So here's something interesting. And I this has changed my life. And this is from um, Gabby Bernstein, Gabrielle Bernstein's book, The Universe Has Your Back. And she talks about judgment. And she says, Judgment separates us. And um, here's the thing about when we separate ourselves from other people, it's that's what leads to hate, right? Because when we are not like those people, they are not like us. We are not associated with them, right? And judgment separates, love connects. And so what I found myself lately doing is if I am judging someone or I dislike someone or I don't know, I really dislike people, but I totally get what Maddie is saying by maybe I don't respect where they're coming from, is I I keep that thought in my mind that judgment separates us. And I know that I believe in love and I believe in being connected. And I think, why am I trying to separate myself from this person? And what she suggests in her book and what I've countless other people suggest is that when you try to separate yourself from someone, it's because you are seeing something that you're that you don't like in yourself in them reflected back at you. And so recently somebody said something really, really not nice to me. You know, the easy thing to do is to discount them as a person and not respect them. And I tried to think instead, how have I behaved in the way she just behaved? When have I acted in whatever it is I'm judging for her for? And she was saying something super rude and hurtful and mean and awful. And it was not nice at all. But anyway, I'm like, wait, was it mean? Wait, let me emphasize the fact that it was very hurtful and hateful. And I thought, how can she like live with herself being the type of person who even makes a comment like that, you know? And then I try, what I tried to do for myself is I said, what types of comments and things do I say that might cause somebody to say that about me, you know? And, um, I just tried to look for the ways that we might be similar. So Maddie, that's my suggestion. How can you really genuinely be nice? One, uh, judgment causes separation. And if you want to genuinely be nice, you can't be separated from that person. So we try our hardest to withhold judgment. But then if you, you know, we're all human, we make mistakes. And then if you are judging that person, I love to just turn it right back around on myself. Eric, do you have any thoughts on how to genuinely be nice? 
Gosh, I don't know. You're just such a jerk, so it's hard. Yeah, to- <laughs> I just don't respect anyone. Um, no, I, I was just thinking while you were explaining that, that um, I don't know if Maddie wants this person to respect her back. Mm. But maybe in the future she will. And so, I mean, it's always... I don't think she meant, like, a specific person. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, even a group of people, I mean, everyone wants to be understood. Everyone wants to be loved. And just because you don't respect that person, um, you can respect that they're a human being and that they have feelings and they have rights. And you you would want them to, you know, view you that way, even if you don't agree on something. So... Yeah. I don't know. That's my thought. Uh, but yeah, I think judgment causes separation. Try to flip it back on yourself and then try to, to see people and speak to them in a way that genuinely shows them love. And Maddie, I just commend you so much for making that your goal this year. We're going to send you, um, some, I'm doing awesome tumblers because you are doing awesome. One for asking a question, two for being humble enough to make that a goal and three for being nice and emailing me and saying nice things and liking the podcast. You're winning. (laughs) Can I send her a new Shack CD even if she doesn't want it? (gasps) Yes! You're so cute. Well, I have like a million of them. Well, I love you. (laughs) You guys, I want to thank you so, so much for listening. I hope you found something of value. And I just want to remind you that um, you should subscribe to my newsletter. Uh, because it's really awesome and I do updates on the podcast and link to them. And also I've got my year of awesome calendar and there's weekly challenges every week to help you cultivate an awesome attribute. I put all original content in the newsletter. I get personal. Um, I try to be fun and I'm just, it's really fun to me. The idea of building a community within the newsletter Because I feel like Instagram is cool and great, but a newsletter is so much more personal and we can share questions and I just really love it. So be sure to check that out on theallisonshow.com. We want to thank all of you guys who um, send questions in. Send questions in and every week we'll try to answer one. And if we answer your question, we'll send you some tumblers. Also reviews on iTunes. My goodness, it helps so much when you guys do that. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. We hope that you enjoy this. We love you. And I just want to remind you that only you can be you and you're already as awesome as you need to be. Eric, what do you want to take them away with? Three beautiful years ago, I did a project with my friend Drew Danbury. Oh, I love this. This project was, is, not was, it is called Present as Lord, and this song is called Send Your Mother My Best. It's on iTunes. The summer dreams and all the things we were fighting for, there ain't much more, please. Send your mother my best, send your father my Send your mother my best, my dear.